So this morning we're going to be looking at Psalm 23. It's in the Old Testament, but it's basically the story of a shepherd leading sheep through the good times and the bad times of life. We've explained that as a church, we're going through um, good times and bad times as a church. And so what we're going to do, we're going to look at how Jesus is the constant through the ups and downs of life um, and how we can find peace. Those who are on the left-hand side of the room are going to look at the first half of the psalm and verse 6. And those who are on the right-hand side of the room are going to look at verses 1, 4, 5 and 6. Okay, and so what I've done, I've asked everyone to look at that for five minutes and then we're going to get some feedback. I didn't start this recording at the very beginning and so I'm just filling this in for you guys who are at home who are listening. Okay, we're going to talk about that for about five minutes on our tables um, and then we're going to get a bit of feedback from the left-hand side, from the right-hand side. If if you're not sure what we're doing, put your hand up and I'll come and explain personally. Is that okay? Right, can we all bring it in? Cool, bring it in, yeah. That's it. Brilliant. Almost there. Okay, so just to start off with a question, is there anyone here from Wales? Anyone here from Wales? No, no, okay, that's not a bad thing. Um, Is there anyone who's ever been to Wales? Okay, so um, what did you notice when you was in Wales? Lots of sheep, lots of sheep. Hey, and so... You may have come here this morning thinking that we're going to talk about God because we're in a church and you might be a little bit perturbed or or disturbed maybe that we're actually talking about sheep. You can see these little clouds with heads. They're sheep um, on my drawing. uh, Very, very good. Um, But it's a bit strange that we're looking at a story that is about sheep and a shepherd. And so you might have to hang on a minute, we're not like on a farming convention, we're not sort of pioneers that have gone off to learn about farming, learn about sh- uh, being a shepherd. Um, but actually, like, what, what Jesus does, he uses language which connects with the people he's communicating to. Um, and so in this story, this isn't actually Jesus talking, this is a, uh, a king, King David in the Old Testament, um, and he's writing um, down and he's saying, God is a bit like a shepherd. And so no, I'm a bit like a sheep. And so who's the shepherd? Uh, uh, and who are the sheep when we read this? Us. Okay. And so, how do you feel about being a sheep? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I love you. <laughs> Not great. They've got bad reputation. Yeah. So... I'm going to be a bit controversial, and I'm not meaning to offend anybody in the room, but sheep are a little bit stupid. Um, sheep aren't the cleverest or the most astute of animals, are they? They're not like the wily wolf. Um, actually, sheep are quite intimidated by wolves, because what are sheep to wolves? Dinner. They're dinner, aren't they? Big, fluffy dinner. Um, they're dinner to us as well, aren't they? Well, to some of us. Um, they wander off. Sheep are extremely vulnerable. Not that vulnerability is a bad thing, but they're very vulnerable. Um, Left on their own, they just wander off over fields. And so what do sheep need to look after them? They need a shepherd, maybe a sheepdog, but they definitely need a shepherd. And so as we read this, we begin to see a little bit like our vulnerability, maybe our propensity or, or our inclination to do silly things and wander off sometimes. And we see the nature of God in the way that he looks after us as his flock, which is great. And so one important thing is, although I'm kind of a a bit of a pastor and a bit of a shepherd, actually God is the shepherd. I'm a sheep. We're all sheep. Those of us who are leaders here this morning, we're sheep. We need... Yeah, look, I'm wearing white. Yeah, just to... (laughs) Stop. You're heckling me. (laughs) It's naughty. We'll talk about this later when we get home. Is that all right? 
This is my wife. For those of you who don't, don't know, this is my wife. I don't talk sort of like that to everyone. It's my wife, Natalie. She's wonderful. She's a real support and help to me. <laughs> um, but they have no, sheep have no sense of safety. Um, they just wander around and they're very, very vulnerable. And so what we're going to do, we're going to look at what sheep are like in the green pastures and what the shepherd's like in the green pastures. And kind of the green pastures, we're going to kind of refer to that as like the good times in life. You know, when we're on, on the top of the mountain, everything's going well. Um, you know, we've just got the house, we've just got the job, we've got married, fallen in love. You know, things are going great. Um, I think, and then the other one is the valley where we're going through things that are really difficult. We can't really seem to see anything. It's so dark. We, we're full of fear. We can't make sense of stuff. Um, we're going to look at the shepherd and see how he is here and how he is there. Is that all right? Okay. So, starting on the left-hand side. This is like a bit of a competition. Left-hand side, right-hand side. We're not going to spend long. I need you to be very brave, very courageous, and just shout out little things. Don't make big theological statements that take 20 minutes, um, because all our parking will run out, we'll all get tickets. <laughs> and the council will be very happy, but we won't. Um, and so, could you just tell me a few things? What, what did you come up with? What does this story tell us about sheep? Just one at a time. Shout out a thing maybe from each table. Just go quick. I don't want to extract teeth. Okay. The sheep has everything it needs. Provided for. It's got all it needs. Yeah, okay. Anything else? Next. Come on, guys. Be brave. The shepherd cares. Cares. The shepherd cares, yeah. Keep going. Like a machine gun. Provides, yeah. Anything else? Rest for the sheep's soul. And rest and peace. Rest and peace, yeah. Jitta, you're like on fire. <laughs> right, come on. Someone take the mic off for of Jitta. Help me out. Come on. What we got? So he's led us into a green place, so we've been led, yeah. Okay, anything else? Anything else? He's been there before, yeah? He knows where he's going. Knows the way, I'll put. Okay. Protection. Right, anyone else over this side? Adam and Lizzie, come on, give me something. He knows them, yeah, 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 yeah. So he knows them, there's a sense of, he knows them. Right, we're going to move over to this side. There's some good, really good perspectives there. So we've got that the sheep, um, as all it needs, um, is provided for. There's rest, there's peace, there's refreshment for the sheep. Um, it talks about green pastures and um, lovely rivers and that sort of stuff. And then, But the shepherd, he cares for, he leads, he knows the way, he protects the sheep, he knows each one. So if one goes missing, he knows where they are. Um, it's not like a faceless crowd to him, but he knows everyone intimately. Hello, darling, you all right? <laughs> Hello. Um, right, so the, the next one. So on the right-hand side of the room, um, what did you get for the sheep and the shepherd? Sheep will not be afraid. Then? Sheep will not be afraid. Okay. And why aren't the sheep afraid? Because they know they're protected. So they're protected. Okay. Any others? So he's present. The shepherd's present. Life is sometimes tough. It is. What should we put down to the sheep or the shepherd? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, not easy. 
So, the, yeah, confidence in the shepherd. Yeah, so the sheep follow the shepherd. And so we could probably say that the shepherd leads still. Yeah, is that okay? Um, and he's still protecting. Okay, so anyone else, any extra revelation? We'll move on from this bit. The sh- yeah, the sheep are passive and active. I'll put. Okay. Is that in there? Oh, check that out. So the shepherd anoints, and so linking that with the anointing of the Holy Spirit or calling um, provides. Yeah, right. We'll we'll stop there. We could go all afternoon. I've just seen the the ticket warden out there um, right okay and so we get these images of like when we're going through really good seasons of life and when we're going through challenging seasons of life and in this room we, we'll have both right now it's not and, and for some of us um, we will have both like just thinking we just prayed for Tunji you, you know going through the valley yet also looking forward to, to this as well going through both at the same time it's incredibly difficult incredibly difficult but the shepherd, he remains the same. He doesn't change. These circumstances, they're like the external stuff changes. You know, things can happen. We go into things in faith thinking it's going to be this and sometimes it turns out like that. But this shepherd who's leading us into that and through that is the same. He's the same shepherd. He doesn't change. He's constant. And so I just want to draw out a few things. We're not going to massively elaborate. I think what you'd have spoken on your tables would have been really helpful to you but we've said that sheep are are in need of a shepherd and so we are the sheep and if we've not got a shepherd I think the danger is there's two dangers I really want this is the bit I'd love you to get so when you're here what do you think the biggest danger is when you're in the green pasture yeah you you fall in love with the grass yeah sheep fall in love with the grass they're so busy eating the grass the shepherd one of the points is the shepherd isn't static he's active He's on the move. This isn't a shepherd who's just sat in his hut somewhere, oblivious to his sheep. He's on the move. He's walking from here to there, back to there. He's walking through. He's on a journey. And he's trying to draw other sheep in. In John 10, Jesus says, there are other sheep, not of this fold, who are meant to be part of this fold. Um, If I had time, I'd love us to look at John 10. We've not got time. But it's like that for us here, isn't it? Or it's like that for wherever we are, whether that's Manchester, whether that's Sheppey, wherever we find ourselves... This is great. Like, I'm loving this. Like looking around, almost 50 people here. Wouldn't it be amazing if there was a worshipping community here in Sittingbourne? I know there are other churches and they're wonderful, but for me here, like, what are we about? We're about mission and we're trying to make Jesus known to the sheep that aren't yet part of his fold. That's what he's sent us out for. That's exciting. That's what he's called each of you who are pioneers here this morning to be a part of. Those of you who are part of Hope Church, that's what we're here for. It's exciting. Let's have an appeal. Like, oh, come forward. We'll pray and whew, be amazing. But we can fall in love with the grass. When things are going so well, we don't need a provider or a protector. We don't think we do anyway. And we just fall in love with the grass and we lose sight of the fact that the shepherd is continually moving on. And we're to follow him. We're not to stay static. We're not to stay still. What's the danger here, do you think, in the valley? Yeah, things just get so overwhelmingly dark. We get full of fear. We lose sight of the shepherd for the fear of the howling of the wolves and the things that are bearing down on us. 
I think of this as like sunny and bright and this is like really dark and night time, you know, and it's kind of like you can't even see what's in front of you. It's a bit like if you've ever seen The Hobbit, we saw a thing well, on Friday night, I think, about Lord of the Rings. If you've seen The Hobbit, there's this bit where I think it's Bilbo Baggins, he's going through this forest and it's a forest of confusion and he's trying to lead everyone through it. There's a little fellowship, they're trying to find their way through and they just get confused about which way they're going, left and right, they can't tell, it's a dark place, the lighting actually changes in that scene, and spiders come in, and they're all scared and fighting with one another, and then Bilbo has this moment of revelation, and quickly goes up a tree, pokes his head up above the canopy, and it's like beautiful sunshine, and he can see where they're meant to be going, over the because he's come out of the forest, out of the woods, and then he goes back down, and then he says to everyone, look, look, we're, we're losing sight of where we're meant to go, let's go that way, I've seen the way. And then he follows him. Jesus is a bit like that. He knows the way. He's the shepherd that's been through the valley. He has literally gone through death on the cross and he knows the way out of it. And so if we are sheep that are lost in confusion, if we press in with him, he's the only one that knows the way through. Where else should we go? We're just going to wander around and get consumed by fear, by the wolves, by the bear, whatever that looks like. So we need the shepherd. We need him here and we need him there. He's constant. He doesn't change. He loves his sheep and he looks after them. When they wander off because they're so in love with the toys, he pulls them back and calls them to go forward. And when they're wandering off in confusion and not sure what's going on in life because they're so caught up in in the the stuff of the valley, again, he calls them together and he leads them through. And and so the the journey of life is like this. It's not all meant to be like that. If you've been a Christian for five minutes, it's not like you give your life to Jesus and it all becomes this. And we pray this away. We have to find the shepherd through this and through that. Now, of course, we do pray away the effects of fear and the effects of death. We don't want it with us, and it's not going to be the eternal reality that we live in if we follow Jesus. We're told that in, in Jesus' presence, there is no fear, there's no death, there's no sickness, there's no tears. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. And I long for my life here to reflect that. I want my family's life to reflect that. I want this, this church to reflect that. We want the universal church to reflect that, don't we? That wherever we are, we're a beacon of light to people who are literally living in that. They don't have a shepherd. And they're wandering around. And then there's other people that are really well-to-do who think they've got it all. The house, the car, the job, the money. Life's great. And they're here and they've fallen in love with the grass and they don't think they need a shepherd. And it's our job to say, look, don't fall in love with the grass. That stuff disappears like a vapour. We are to follow the shepherds. And that's our job to say, look, I'm just a sheep. You're just a sheep. Let's follow a shepherd because if we don't, we're done for. The wolves will come. Because this season will turn to that season and we will become consumed. Are we okay with that? A lot of blank faces, is that alright? <laughs> I should be barring to the sheep, shouldn't I? <laughs> okay. And so the shepherd, he stays the same, he leads, he watches, he cares, he provides, he protects, he nurtures, he sustains, he gathers and he knows each of us by name. It's beautiful. He's on the move. And so I want you to think, like, as Adam kind of challenged us earlier, what does this look like for you tomorrow when you go to work? What does this look, wherever you may be, whether you're one of the pioneer leaders and you're trying to establish something, whether you're in a job somewhere, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a student, whether you're unemployed, whether you're going to be looking after the kids, working on the checkout, what does this look like for you tomorrow? The fact that you need a shepherd and there are people not part of his flock that he wants to draw to himself, other sheep who are lost, that he wants to draw into his flock so he can nurture them and protect them and care for them like he is for us. What does that mean for you? What, what, 
you know, I'm hoping that, yeah, that's not landing flat, but I'm hoping you're thinking, yeah, what do I do about that? And that'll be different for all of us. Like, we'll try and do things together as a church to try and draw the lost sheep into God's flock. But actually, all of us are scattering. The, 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 the kind of flock scatters into its work, and then it gathers together when we're on a Sunday or on a Wednesday when we, we gather as well. Where There's this constant sense of we, we go and we, we come back. We, ga- we gather and we scatter. We gather and we scatter. And as we scatter, we're to tell people about this wonderful shepherd who cares for us. He's looking out for us. And he cares about the people that we work with. He cares about the people we care about. And so what I want you to do, just for a few minutes on your tables, just chat with one another. What, what does that mean to you? And if there's something you'd like prayer for to help encourage you to step out in boldness on Monday and for the rest of the week and hopefully for the rest of your life, let's do that business with God. Is that okay in prayer? Okay with that? Brilliant. Go for it. <laughs>